It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Today's episode of At The Turn is brought to you by Piper Golf. Probably feels like the golf season is really far away, especially if you're in the Northeast, middle of the country, even the Pacific Northwest. It's been raining like crazy. But now's a great time to stock up on golf balls for the season. Stop spending $50 a box on Titleist, that top, top-end golf ball. Are you Jordan Spieth? Are you Hideki Matsuyama? Is Dustin Johnson's name on your bag? No, because you're not him. You're an average golfer, and that's fine. We love you. Does this sound like you? Your handicap is between 5 and 15. You hit your 7-iron more than 150 yards. Maybe a little extra English on the ball. It slices and hooks too much. You shoot in the 80s or the 90s. Well, Piper Golf has a perfect golf ball for you. It's the Piper Blue. And you're not going to spend 50 bucks a box. You can get four boxes of the Piper Blue on their website right now. Delivered to you. Free shipping for $104.36. Make sure you use promo code TURN10 at checkout. Four boxes. Get ready for the season now. You won't have to worry about it. You're going to be set. Promo code TURN10 at checkout at piper.golf. Get that Piper Blue. I think most of you probably fall into that category. If you want something that's designed for a slower swing speed, they got that. If you want something that's more on the higher end, they got that too. They have wonderful tour-quality golf balls for amateur prices Piper.golf is the website. The promo code is TURN10 at checkout. You may notice late in this episode, the audio gets a little bit wonky. Just just a little bit. A little bit of crackling on Nick's end. We had some connection issues we were fighting throughout the episode. You'll hear us reference those. It's really not that bad. Anyway, Nick is probably upset I'm even mentioning this right now. So please, just enjoy the episode. You probably won't even notice it. I just had to let you know. Nick, I'm sorry. Enjoy.
This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Hello, hello. Welcome into another episode of At The Turn. Nick and Joe with you joining us, I think for the third time, President CEO, lead designer, head accountant of Matchstick Golf, Dane Delgado. Hi, Dane. Unfortunately, I am reminded that I am the head accountant of my own company, the worst part of my job. But yes, thanks for having me on again, guys. How are you? We're outstanding. Nick, um, first of all, congratulations to everybody who successfully joined the Survivor Pool. If you didn't and you're interested, you blew it. It's too late. Don't send me a message. I'm not interested in seeing it. And Nick, I have to give kudos to Dane Delgado. He was instrumental on getting us more people into the pool, but mm. neglected to actually pick a golfer for the first week. So that's <laughs> where Dane's at right Oh, no. This is why you wouldn't have me on, just so Joe can chastise me. Who did you get auto-picked? Do you know? No, I haven't looked. I've been busy. Yeah, I I need to check it out. Don't worry. I know. Corey Connors was assigned to six people. We're recording this on Thursday. And so (laughs) by this time, by the time this drops, all of us could be eliminated. Uh, I have Tom Kim, who was the overall favorite. Anyway, you blew it. Good luck. Join us in 2024. Rate and review the podcast. I have to implore you to rate and review the podcast Several people participated in the contest we had in December, where if you left a recipe for an Arnold Palmer, you were automatically entered to win a beautiful matchstick golf ball marker, a collaboration with Muni Kids. It's Arnie. He's got a heater in his mouth. He's looking cool as hell. And the winner of that contest is Lefty OR. Lefty OR, please contact us via social media. I will put this in the mail and it will come to you. Thank you so much for listening and before we get to why we're here nick i have another contest yes yeah how about that piper golf our dear friends promo code turn 10 at checkout they want to give away a box of golf balls they have a variety of colors blue green gold black look at that i got them all off the dome that's not written down folks yeah All you have to do, it's another review contest. All you have to do is what Nick is going to tell you right now. Nick, what do the folks have to do? This is a new review. Again, Glenn Tongi. I see you out here trying to win all of our contests. You're not eligible. Thank you for listening. Nick, what do they have to leave in a new review to be eligible? All you have to do is review at the turn and tell us how many cuts Tiger Woods is going to make in 2023. That's it. Tell us how many cuts he's going to make. Tell us you love us, too. That would be cool. That would be fun. We always like hearing that. But just tell us how many cuts Tiger Woods will make this year. Look, it's a multiple-choice question. It's either zero, one, two, three, or 4. Now that's it. <laughs> if, if your guesses are anything other than those, you lose. If it's one of those guesses, you've got a chance. I love it. There you go. Dane, how many cuts is Tiger going to make this year? One. It, it has to be one, right? It's Augusta one. National Golf Club. It's for sure it's one. one. It's for sure one. Yeah. Now, Dane is here to promote a new product for Matchstick Golf, but we're going to torture him a little bit first. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to do a new segment here on At the Turn. I'm very mm. excited about it. It's called The Fishy File. 
and we'll see how this goes. These are stories from the world of golf that sound, frankly, made up to me, and we're going to talk about them and discuss whether it is fishy or legit. Are you guys ready? Yes, let's go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dateline New Zealand. Steve and Keiko were playing nine holes on New Year's Day when the miracle occurred. Now, let me couch that by saying this was reported by multiple golf publications. So they all bid it, hook, line, and sinker. We'll see if we do as well. Back to the story. Quote, he hit it and the ball went really well towards the flag, Keiko said. We were watching, watching, and then, wow, that was a miracle. To follow that up, Keiko hit a high shot that got lost in the air and eventually landed on the green, rolling straight to the pin. It was the first ace either of them had ever hit, and it was immediately followed by a young man playing on the fifth hole behind the group, shouting and cheering. So what this story is, is a husband and wife played golf on New Year's Day and made holes in one on consecutive shots on the same hole in New Zealand. I want to go to Nick first. Did this happen? Uh, this absolutely happened. There's there's nothing nothing afoul here. Um, it sounds like Keiko is maybe the big tuna here. Um, nothing fishy for me. Think about it. the odds of a hole in one are one in twelve thousand five hundred. We all know that. Um, so the odds of it happening on two consecutive shots are like minuscule, right? But it's going to happen at some point in time, right? Like, Is it? there's so much golf played on this planet. Like, if you think about all the golf that is played, then those odds have got to hit once, right? So it just it just happened to hit. Like, it would be more unbelievable if it never happened that two people got an ace on back-to-back shots on January 1st, a married couple, for their first hole-in-one, down under... I'm, I'm buying more, it hook, line, and sinker. One you, more you piece of information. Reel me right in. These are these are a 20 and 16 handicap. Dane, what say you? Well, were these people perhaps in Alabama recently? Were they part of a group that shot 46 in a scramble tournament? I just want to know. <laughs> I'm just, just curious about that. Uh, I feel like, what, what not the odds of hitting a hole in one, like, the odds are like, you have to get hit by lightning three times, something like that, like, just mathematically. <laughs> It's but not, I not also one in twelve thousand five hundred. Okay, that's for not a, that bad. For an amateur golfer, for a pro, it's like one okay. in two thousand five hundred. What is it for Keiko? Okay. It's never <laughs> Nick, Nikki with the stats, of course. So that's that's good. Okay, that brings it back down. But I also think here's here's the thing. So you guys have this great segment at the end of the pod with a lot of your people that you do the rapid fire, and one of those questions is hole in one or best round ever. And I think the answer to that ends up being best round ever. For like that's the same reason, like I was odd. You you guys asked me that, which is because it really ends up being like, well, a hole in one as good as you can be is still like really hard, obviously, right? Like Nikki just said, it's like a certain amount if you're if you're a pro, it's kind of by accident. Twelve thousand five hundred. Yeah. So like by the by by, if it's by accident, then I think it's so. I think I'm with Nick. I think it's it's totally possible you can totally hit it in because it's by accident, and accidents happen all the time. It's completely random. 
Good for them. Look, we don't know what the pin placement was. It could have been a funnel pin. It's winter golf. They're probably trying to keep things moving along. It was probably at the bottom of a bowl. Like, you just got to hit. It's, it's like the 16th at Augusta. Like, if you just hit the slope, that thing's pretty much going to the hole like a magnet. Like, there's no – it's probably, like, unlikely that you wouldn't make a hole in one, given where I assume this pin position was. I'm outnumbered. Joe, you seem more skeptical. Well, yeah, no, ahead. look, it, it doesn't really matter what I think because I'm outnumbered. Clearly, this is a lie. I don't know why Steve and Keiko think they need some sort of internet celebrity to enrich their lives. I find this troubling. They have this poor young man involved in the grift who was cheering on the fifth hole. They clearly paid him off. So I don't really know what Steve and Keiko think they're getting out of this. I don't like it. But officially, across the podcast, I am overruled, and you guys think this happened. That that like random person cheering for them does seem like a made up alibi. Like exactly, you really need to throw in a detail like some other person was cheering for you. Like yes, you're who, be, you're being too specific with your lie. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you coming also, around? Okay. No. Also, also I will also say the thing too is like if did the did the, did Steve did did he know he hit a hole in one the first because he went first right he did like, Steve went first. I've seen guys hit holes in ones. Like I, in fact, I've, we've been right next to it. Joe, you and I have actually been right next to people. That did happen last year. Together. Where like, it doesn't matter who, if there's, let's say they shot second or third in a foursome. I know they're together. But if you go first for the other person, you're running screaming down the fairway. Everything to go stops. Check the hole. Everything yes. stops. So like, what if she goes, she's like, oh, I think I hit a hole in one. Go ahead, honey. Okay. Now, now this is fishy. You're right. Okay. Now I'm rethinking this. Keiko acting like the Haverkamps from Caddyshack, you know, Nice, nice shot, hun. Like, come on. Everything stops. The idea that you could compose yourself to hit a good shot after a hole-in-one. Just imagine if we were playing in a threesome and Nick gets up there, hits a hole-in-one, and then I have to hit my shot. Do you think I'm going to be composed enough at all to execute a good golf shot? No. We're already planning the, like, the drinks in the clubhouse. I love the idea of Joe going and be like, hey, Nick, can you hold on for a second? I need to tee this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up! It's my turn. <laughs> I I don't think you necessarily have to hit a a good shot to to get a hole in one because I feel like a lot of times yeah. people say like oh I mishit it and I got a I got a lucky bounce or like you know it was that funnel pin or whatever it was like you rarely say see someone say like yeah pin was tucked back left right next to that bunker and I was going right at it I knew if I hit like a perfect nine iron it was going no it's like it's like Oh, I, I hit a bad shot and I got a lucky bounce. I mean, oh, I will say I was I was sponsored matching with sponsoring tournament out at Langdon, and we we're sponsoring hole number six, which what's it called, Joe? The the longest par five in in Oregon, right? But it's, it's it's a par three. It's like a hundred. Yeah, it's a par three with basically a volcano green, and if you miss the green, you're probably going to make a five. It's an awesome hole, right? But they put the pin front right, and there's a sh- this this green is also shelved, and it's yeah, Joe's right, it's a volcano green green. But if you hit it into one, I basically was directing since I'm sitting there for twelve hours a day, direct people to hit it. Hey, you see that shade right there where the you know like the shade of the green in front of you where it hit that's where the thing is? Hit into there. And so we were running a close to the pin contest, but honestly the close to the pin was like six inches because it just put it right toward the hole. So it's it's entirely possible. I'm gonna ask one more time. Rapid fire. Steven Keiko. Did it happen? Nick. Yes. Dane. I'm not going to bail out. Yeah, yes. Yes. Okay. The yeses have it. Steven Keiko. Congratulations on your achievement. All right. The next item from the fishy file. Now you fellas may have noticed 
just before we turn the calendar to 2023, a lot of pros on Instagram posting invitations from the Augusta National Golf Club. Masters invitations were being sent out. One pro was very nervous. Mr. Scott Stallings qualified for the Masters by virtue of making the Tour Championship, which is finishing in the top 30 at the end of the season on the PGA Tour. An invite was sent out to Scott Stallings, but not Scott Stallings pro golfer, mind you. It was sent out to Scott Stallings, realtor from St. Simons, Georgia. Scott Stallings, the realtor, happens to also be a golfer. He realized what happened and DM'd the pro golfer, Scott Stallings. Stallings, the realtor, got some social media attention, obviously, because of this, taking a video of himself, going to UPS, putting the invitation in the envelope, sending it to Scott Stallings, the golfer. The other piece of information I want you guys to have that Scott Stallings, the realtor, pointed out on social media is that his wife's name is Jennifer and Scott Stallings, the golfer's wife's name, is also Jennifer. I'm going to put this to you first, Dane. Is this real? Did this happen? Yeah, because I I recently watched a movie, Joe. I know you're a fan of it, called The Talented Mr. Ripley. Mm. And I think I think he's trying to talented Mr. Ripley this guy's life. Like, is Scott yeah, Stallings what, what's, what's what's the what's the handicap of Scott Stallings' realtor? You know what I mean? Like, is he a six? And he's like, look, maybe I could just go walk in there. You know, like the guy who like the, the guy who apparently <laughs> got the invitation. Look, look at my ID, man. You know, it's like I mean, I don't. Maybe this is already on the list, but there's that guy who apparently walked up to the Masters at the practice round and brought a set of clubs, <laughs> thinking that like he could, as an invitation, he could he could practice at the Masters. And it's like, no, that's not what this is. You know, people, it happens all times. You, I'm gonna say yes, it happened. This doesn't seem that fishy to me. What about you, Dave? Fishy file, Nick. Is the Masters using like a PI to track down these these people's addresses? Like, how is there not some like file with the PGA Tour? Like, you can't you can't get the real. How did they get the wrong Scott Stallings? Like, were they just thumbing through the phone book? Like, I don't understand how a a major golf championship in 2022 can't get one of the people qualified for their tournament their address like how do you end up with the wrong Scott? If, if you can't find scott stallings like if he's not in the database like how are you ending up with the wrong scott stallings like you're just going out on your own and like googling him and I, I just don't understand yeah that's it's what's confusing real. to me why would you make Fishy. this up but but realtor scott stallings kind of sounds like a uh i don't know he he clearly waited at least a day to do anything about this and he clearly was like trying to leverage it to to get the most personal benefit out of it as he possibly could. And I think it's kind of funny because I think he ended up with like practice round tickets, which I'm like, good. Don't give him actual round tickets. Like give him practice round tickets. Like get him out of there. Get him out of the spotlight. We don't need you. Fake Scott Stallings. I want the real Scott Stallings. Side note. Wait. I picked up the game of golf at the real Scott Stallings college golf course. Scott Stallings went to Tennessee Tech University. That is where I was an intern in the athletic department. And as an escape from this crazy job that I had, 
I went to the golf course with like a, a borrowed set of clubs and and wore out that golf course. That's where I became hooked on the game. Um, so Scott Stallings and I have have that connection going for us. Maybe you'll get mailed his invitation next year then. Um, Realtor Scott Stallings sounds like the worst Netflix show they've ever created. It, it, it didn't even make it out of the room. That's just that's just a terrible, terrible show. So you think this is real too, Nick? Yeah, I mean, it just, what, what would be the benefit to anybody from making it up? Like at least Stephen Keiko would be like, like we got hole in ones, like this is a cool story. Like, like we accomplished something. Like what is fake Scott Stallings but he just made all this up so he could so he could go to a couple practice rounds and like real Scott Stallings clearly has to go along with it because he'd be like, no, this this guy's a phony. Like my invitation's right here. I think it's I think it's real too. I think the conspiracy theories are fun though because how on earth did Augusta get this wrong? The most meticulous, exclusive, off the rails club was not able to accurately look. The Masters isn't a big field. You have a hundred names and addresses to get. This is this is probably the sole purpose of one secretary or administrative assistant to mail these invitations out correctly. How do you not double and triple check? What's the quality assurance process at the Augusta National Golf Club? It leaves a lot to be desired. I, I will what say, directors are they using? How are they? They're like literally using a public direct. They're not using like a professional golf directory. They're Scott just Stallings, using like Georgia, Google. Google. I don't understand. I, I will. I will say that the there is to play devil's advocate to the one piece of what does anybody get out of this is that I'm sure Scott Stallings realtor has now sold a bunch of houses based off of this his social media presence. But I will say I still think it's real because you know you guys both know that my my real job is as an accountant. You know, it's my full-time gig. Uh, you would be surprised at how archaic many, many big companies run their internal systems and how they do things. And it would not surprise me that somebody had to Google this because they couldn't access it or something. Look at the airlines. I mean, Southwest was completely shut down for two days because like one piece of malware. So I'm not, I'm not surprised about <laughs> archaic systems. To the point you made, Nick, earlier, I don't think the realtor Scott Stallings did enough to hold Augusta National hostage. Imagine having those people in your pocket. You're holding an invitation to the masters. I would torture those people as much as I possibly could. I want to stay in Butler cabin on Wednesday night before the tournament. Put me in the crow's nest with the amateurs. Let's go, baby. I want to sit on Jim Nance's lap, okay? Anything that I can do that's off the walls for Augusta, that's what I want to have happen because I get that invitation. I don't think there's much leverage there. Like, I, I think Augusta's like, really? yeah, yeah. Try showing up Scott Stallings because we'll take your phony baloney invitation and we'll rip it right up. And we'll, yeah. you will be escorted off the property. Like, just because we sent you this invitation does you not mean we have to honor it. You don't think the, that he's able to try? No. What would you think? What would they do if he showed up and was like, here's my invitation to the Masters? They'd be like, get the hell out of here, you psycho. Yeah, they don't even let you have phones at Augusta. They're not going to let you walk in with a phony. You really think you really think practice round tickets is the most he could have squeezed out of these people? No, but they're probably like, "You're a dick for the way you handled this." So we're going to give you a backhanded middle finger and and, and enjoy the par three contest. (laughs) You know what? That would be good. He should be able to caddy for Scott Stallings in the par three contest. I think we just solved it. That's like the appropriate thing to have happen. Totally low stakes, but very cool. Yeah. 
Okay, Nick agrees. Then he could hit a shot for him. Yes, and be like Nicholas's kid and dunk an ace. You know, I have this. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's so it's sort of like sixteen at Augusta. You always see the ball roll down on Sunday toward the cup. I assume if I played the par three contest, I got about a twenty five percent chance of making an ace. Everything funnels down to the hole, baby. Come on, I got a chance to make an ace. Nick, if you made an ace at the par three contest of the Masters, does that count as a hole in one? <laughs> That's the dumbest question that's ever been asked. <laughs> we're, we're in the fishy file. Right right Nick. Now. You have an ace, Nick? No, I don't. But one time I did hole one on Augusta National. No, I don't count that shit. Come on, man. <laughs> We all know you can't win the par three contest and win the tournament. Okay. You got to hit that thing in the water. That's a better question. Dan, I'm going to pose that to you. Now, you know, no par three contest winner has ever won the masters. You're standing on the ninth tee box. You have a three shot lead in the par three contest. If you put it on the green, you're going to win the contest. Do you win the contest and say, I'm breaking the curse or do you hit it in the water? Because the ghosts of Bobby Jones and Walter Hagen are floating around and you're terrified of them. This is so hard because I would like to say that if this is me as somebody who is in the masters, I have a stronger, like a stronger mental fortitude than I actually have in real life. Yeah, you're ranked number eight in the world at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But the answer is I'm doing something that my friend Drew Rindland of Muta Kids did one time when he was playing in a money game and didn't want to play with somebody it was his turn to tee off and he knew he was going to be the longest driver is he turned lined up 80 yards left and barreled out of bounds. <laughs> like that's what I would do. I'd be like, Nope, not playing with that guy. Not winning the turn. Not winning, not winning the par three contest. I'll see you on Sunday. Nick, would you try to win the par three tournament in that scenario? For sure. 100%. Yeah, I would too. Like, I would too. All right. First of Look, all, I want to trophy be the, be the first guy. Yeah, exactly. If you if you can leave Augusta winning something, like you can guaranteed win the par three contest, you're probably not going to win the Masters anyways. It's not like <laughs> you have to choose between winning the Masters and winning the par three. You're choosing between winning the par three and losing the par three. Like you're not guaranteed to win the Masters just because you like didn't blow the par three contest. I just love the idea now. I just I just <laughs> I, I love the idea now of Nick making. Th- the scenario exists where Nick is in the par three contest at the Masters. He makes a hole in one. And whenever we go to bars and the topic of as Nick made a hole in one comes up, he looks over at me immediately. He's like, if you say anything, I'm going to lose my mind right now. <laughs> uh, it, to, to, do that, to that end, did, did Tony Finau, when he hit a hole in one, Tony Finau then won the par three contest, right? He did. And then... And then if it wasn't for his turned ankle that exploded as he was running on the fairway, he very well could have won the Masters that year. Arguably one of the best major seasons in history. He finished in the top 10 of all four majors that year, including that yep. tournament. Yep. What yep. an athlete. All right. Well, that is the fishy file, uh, a bit that may or may not come back on I love it. at the I turn. Like it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It, now that you bring bad, it up, right? there's a lot of like, Fishy stuff floating around in golf. I think we got to set the record straight. I, I like this. Yeah, fishy file. So, again, both we have come to the conclusion are true. Keiko, basically on the same level. Keiko and Steve making an ace in New Zealand and a master's invitation story. Both have been determined to be true on At The Turn. Now, Dane, we are going to get to what you want to promote in just a little bit here. I promise 
It's going to come up. We're going to do it right after the Nick Rules theme song. But right now, what we have to do... Don't hold your breath. ...is is talk about... We're going to have Dan on here for four hours and never promote this. What we're going to do is we're going to go to Top Golf. One of Dan and I's mutual friends is having a 40th birthday party at Top Golf out in Hillsboro, Oregon, which is so far away from where I live, but the only Top Golf in the area. I want to start here. Dane, I'm sure you've been to Top Golf. Is that right? I have, yes. Nick, Stop. have you proprieted a Top Golf before? Have you been to one before? I have, yeah. You have? Whereabouts? In Orlando, actually, I went to the PGA show in um, 2020 and uh, with Top Golf there. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, I'm excited because this is something that I've done in the past that I don't think I'm going to do moving forward. And this is the debate of should you bring your golf club to Top Golf or use the house set? Now, I'm curious where you guys sit. Where I have settled on it is it feels douchey to do so. That was my initial read on the situation after I've done it once or twice. I'm not going there to work on my game, shoot a good score. I'm going there to dick around. I don't really care how well I hit it. Like, do I want to beat everybody? Of course. But if I don't, it doesn't matter because the food's actually above average. So I'm just going to enjoy that. Have a nice time. The NFL playoffs will be on. So I'm not going to bring my clubs. Are you guys in the same wavelength here? You don't bring your own clubs to Top Golf. Yeah, do do not bring your own clubs to Top Golf. Um, it's 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 overkill. It's way overkill. I'm trying to think of a good analogy. I can't do it. I'm on my third Corona of the night, so no chance anything creative is coming out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. There's no need. It's like you said. It's not golf practice. If you want to go work on your game. Bring your clubs, go to an indoor driving range, a track man, indoor facility, like dial in those spin those spin rates and the launch angles. Like Top golf, nah, man. Like, worry about the beer, worry about the food, you know, worry about what's on TV. Try not to try not to like shank one into the person next to you, and, and you're all good. Yeah, I actually, so we went recently, the uh, guys from Calamari Airlines, which is another, well, uh, golf tea company that's uh, here in Portland, some good buddies. Merck, had, friend of the podcast. Yeah, Merck, friend of the podcast, of course, is associated with those guys, with Gordon and Kyle. And um, uh, so we were there for sort of the Calamari Airlines, sort of through like a, a Portland golf, like home eat. They went three bays. It was, it was, a, it was a big deal. Was a little Christmas exchange. It was fun. But... Uh, while we were doing that, you know, of course, nobody brought their clubs. And we saw other patrons bringing their clubs, and it's like, you look like an ass. You do. You do look like an ass when you're doing it. And the other thing is, I was we were having this conversation, and one of the servers was like, yeah, don't bring your clubs. These balls, because because the balls have the chips in them that track everything and link it to your screen, because there's no track man, uh, the balls will, like, they're like, we've seen people break their clubs here. Don't bring your don't bring your real clubs. So there's just no reason. Like, who are you impressing? You know, like especially the most of the time. Like the the group we're gonna go with, Joe. It's gonna be our regular foursome, and then it's gonna be a bunch of comedians from Portland who don't play golf. So it's like, well, of course we're gonna be better than them. Of course we're gonna beat them in every game. It's like, who are you showing off for? Yeah, comedians and uh, athletes are not. Basically, Shane is the only person in that Venn diagram. He was a double-A baseball player and literally won a contest to Portland's Funniest Person. Nick, we're going to have him on, by the way. We're going to have cool. him on. I'm I'm a little bit distracted. This survivor pool, I think it's going to be good if I lose early because I'm just like, 
grinding on my phone, just looking at my guys hitting shots. Tom Kim is plus three in T125 right now, late in the first round of the Sony <laughs> Open, which will be topical by the time. Joe's not going to see January 20th in the survival. <laughs> I spent five weeks getting this thing together. I'm going to have two days of enjoyment oh, out of it. I can't wait. Anyway. Uh. Do not bring your clubs. It's the best case scenario. Don't bring your clubs to Top Golf. We had some folks chime in on social media. Sven in Beantown says, watched a guy shatter his driver there the other day. The ball went straight through the face and out the top of the club. Leave your sticks at home. That sounds that traumatizing. Incredible. Yeah, wow. It's a $600 trip to Topgolf. <laughs> Just replace it with the, with the Callaway Paradigm for, for $700. Bucks. No worries. Oh, my God. Is that how much a Paradigm costs, $700? I, I, I guess what? I have never Googled it, and I never will. <laughs> I, I think it is. I, I saw on uh, when I was watching um, Rick Shields, and he said it's it's 600 pounds. So I think that translates to about 700 Jesus. Bucks. Oh my god! Yeah. Plus, right. you get to you have the world's ugliest golf club. So one one other, and this is what we basically the synopsis of this conversation is. This is from Craig. Top golf is about fun with non golfers. Want to go with bros to a simulator? Bring your sticks there. So I think that's it. Don't bring yes. your clubs. The video that I always come back to is Mike Trout. Um, the, there's that video of him just rocking back and forth with the top golf driver and just hitting it like 500 yards. And he's surrounded by a, a shitload of Anaheim angels who are just like, I can't, I'm so, I'm so sorry. We're this bad at baseball. You should, you should be the most famous person in the world, but no one knows who you are basically. Okay. Dane, you've been very patient. We're going to pause mad golfer of the week. We're going to, we're going to stop the whole podcast Dane. Okay. Now Dane sent me a text about this, Nick. And perhaps this is a product that you will don't show it to him, Dane. Tell him what the name of this is, and I'm curious if Nick can describe it to us. There's no way that Nick doesn't know what this is. But in 2023, in fact, I live very under soon, a literal rock. Okay, <laughs> Matchstick Golf will be producing Fair Rules. Do you know what that is, Nick? I do know what Fair Rules are. Okay, see, yeah, Joe's I, upset look, right now. No, I'm not upset. I'm the least knowledgeable golf podcast host that there is, which is why we're only 47th in France. We'd we, we'd be 46 if I knew what a Pharrell Williams what is, what is it called? A Pharrell. So it's a feral. I just ordered. I just ordered. Um, God, tangent here, not to interrupt Dane, but I'm just going to make you wait a little bit longer. Please, I just ordered new wedges, and my 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 previous set of wedges, I differentiated them because I had one that was finished mm. in black and one that was finished in in satin or whatever and i was like going back and forth whether i wanted to like you know it's just like you know you just look at it you know which one's which you just grab them whatever i said no we're going we're going we're going standard traditional all through the bag right i know like once a year i'm gonna grab the 58 and think it's the 54 and i thought well i could differentiate it with the feral that way if i'm looking down at it i can see oh this one's got the red feral this one's got the blue i know which wedge it is i don't have to second guess and be wondering if i'm hitting the wrong club throughout my entire swing um, cause that's never a good thing. I, th I didn't do that either. Um, but I really like, but I really like the idea of doing something like that. So I'm really glad that you're, that you're making fails. I bet you they're awesome. I wish we were done this like two weeks ago. I could have thrown on my new wedges. 
Uh, well, you still can, buddy. I'll send you a pack. You can uh, get the uh, heat gun out and take them off. But that's actually a great no idea. Chance, no chance of taking those apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're glued on there. Um, that's actually a, gr- a really smart idea, actually, about doing different ones for different wedges. I kind of like that. Because like, also, like I feel like when you have different wedges, you also have a different feel to like where you are in the green and what types of shots you hit with that. You can like, color code them to, like I don't know how you feel. But, uh, exactly. Well, before we get into this, actually, what wedges did you get, buddy? I went with sub seventy. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm trying, I, I'm trying know, the sub seventy. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. Uh, I actually have bumped into a lot of people at uh, Wildwood who have, have had those clubs and really like them. So that's perfect because Wildwood vibe is is my vibe. So like, I, yeah. I feel like I made the right choice just by hearing you say that. Yeah, that's killer. It's so funny because I uh, actually also have new wedges on the way. So, <laughs> and I'll go. be putting matchstick golf ferrules on them. So yeah, switch them up. Now, so you know which way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, ferals, obviously for, we still haven't explained to the listeners if they don't know what it is, but <laughs> I've been waiting. Tell, tell me what it is. <laughs> okay. Ferals are where the, the head meets the shaft. It's the little plastic thing. that's either, it'd be a shorty, which is like an inch long or an inch and a quarter inch and a half, whatever. It's a little plastic thing. Usually on most, uh, manufacturers are just straight black and actually they're not just decorative they do serve a purpose it's a it's a strengthening of of that fr- that friction point or whatever where the the, cl- the, the club flexes because obviously you know where, where the head meets the shaft is going to sort of take most of the brunt and so i do they do serve a purpose it's an extra reinforcement but a lot of people have taken to just like with ball markers or different colored wedges or paint fill or any of that kind of stuff stamping on your wedges um have taken to um getting new and interesting colors of ferrules so uh, that's something that uh, Match is going to do this year. And so if people want to purchase them, if they're interested in this, if they're club dudes like Nick or most people that aren't me, like how how would they do that? Are they just available on the website right now? Yeah, they're they're going to be available on the website. And um, yeah, so we're starting with, we have five colors to start. We have one that is, uh, we're going to call it the Rainbow Warrior, which is basically based off of those classic, uh, Nick, you'll like this um, Hawaii Rainbow Warrior classic football uniforms like the white with yeah. like the four color rainbow on it i think they're really cool um oh, the other one is uh all gold it's called the golden bee it's all gold sort of like metallic flake uh paint and then there's a bunch of stripes in it make it look like a bee then there's the zebra which you can't do we're not 3d printing them so we can't make them actually wavy like an actual zebra um we probably will 3d print them in the future but uh um they are sort of like um there's the, the there's it's a white ferrule with uh black lines on it or is it black with white lines on it? Who knows? But, uh, Ooh, but they're, 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 they're different, like sort of widths and separated. So it looks kind of like organically on there. Um, we have one called the Cheshire Cat, which is uh, pink and purple, mm-hmm. just like straight, straight lines. And then we have one that's essentially going to look like a Lakers home white uniform. Um, I just really love those colors together. It's a, it's a white base with um, purple and then uh, thick purple and then like um, very small gold rings around them that are kind of like shiny and metallic so start with five of them they come in like a little um uh, new bag of ours which is very cool it's like a little custom printed bag i'll show it to you guys here or your uh, listeners won't be able to see it but oh it's like it's ca- kind of this like you know matte matte material it's got a see-through window it's holographic on the inside it's got printing on both sides it's got a hang tag it's very cool it's it's a it's a like very cool presentation sort of all again along with what we have always done here at matchstick and then they're also going to be a little bit cheaper than you're used to they're going to be 25 dollars um and our, our goal with them is twofold one we think they're a little too expensive in the market where they are now and the other thing is you know with a bunch of other manufacturers you, you end up with sort of what they always have in stock are 
you know, black ones with, you know, they have red and blue on them or black ones and they have white on them or something. That's what they always have in stock. And then the, the ones that everybody kind of wants, you know, ones with white and a bunch of colors or, you know, a crazy gold base or whatever, those are sort of limited edition and they sell out really fast and then you can't find them. And that actually happened to me um, when I had my custom clubs built in September of 2020. Um, I bought some, I just had the best ones I could find. They're white and then they're um, sort of like, you know, cobalt blue and silver. I was like, that's the best I can go. I have these grips that kind of match them. Okay, whatever. That's pretty good. And then I get them. I get to probably Glendivere with Joe and look down at my clubs and I go, oh God, they're my high school football colors, which I don't want. I'm not that guy, right? Like, (laughs) shit. So I'm just like, well, need something else. So, um, but in any case, it was kind of like all I could get at the time, you know? So kind of the same thing as Matchstick, you know, Matchstick tries to have like, the coolest stuff, the stuff that you say, oh, you know, where'd you get that? Yo, it's Matchstick Golf, you know. You can go and just buy that. It's not some custom thing that sold out and some bot bought it, and now you have to get it on eBay for 400 bucks. So that's sort of the idea is it'll sort of always be in stock and be a little bit cheaper, and you can sort of, you know, stock up on them, or um, they should be around because, you know, for regular people like us three here, you're not getting new clubs every year. It's like you get new clubs every 10 years, you know, like, or longer. It's like, well, by the time that rolls around, I want to have the stuff I want want um so yeah so we're we're really excited about it i think i think they're going to do well i think people are going to be stoked that's awesome yeah so that's on the site today yeah january 16th uh it will be on the site on january 17th so the day after this comes out okay perfect the tuesday after i i know i said i'm not going to take the the heads of the ferals off my new wedges but i've i've changed my mind after like seeing what you just showed us and describing them because I, I really do. Ultimately, the reason I didn't end up doing this is because I just wasn't sure how like a blue or a red one would look on my wedge. And I'm like, what if I don't like it? I'm going to like be mad at myself every time I'm trying to like hit it to, to one putt range. I'm like, I, I, I can't do that. But I know that if you created it and you okayed it and you said like, yes, we're going to put Matchstick's name on this, then it's going to be awesome. And for that reason, I will take out my torch and I will pop those heads off uh, off these brand new wedges and I'll, I'll drop some of those ferals on. Especially like one of them is going to be the gold one for sure. Um, go vandals! It's going to be it's going to be a nice clean vandal look right there. And then I don't know what I'll do for the other one, but but uh, I'm I'm actually like I'm jacked up for this now. That's perfect, Nick. Nick, Nick I'm going to send you have some to make a video of that, Nick. Yeah, make oh, a will. video of it. Sure. I'm gonna send you some packs in the mail as part of our sponsorship. Of course, you get it for free. Um, oh, and, you know, that. we gotta find a way to give 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 some away for people. Uh, on, we'll, we'll give some away at some point in time this month. I think. For, I love uh, it for listeners of the pod, just because you yeah. know, a, as you know, this is my favorite podcast. So, one of your favorite golf podcasts. One one the of area. the favorite golf podcasts <laughs> that you've been on today. But no, it <laughs> does. Sound... Forty seven in France, baby. That's, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're we're, we're not going up to forty six there. Um, so Dane, is the promo code still live? Turn 20. We always say turn oh, yeah. 20. It's still live, right? The, the promo code is, is still live. And I think what I'm going to do for this one is if you have, cause you guys have, have had people order through it behind uh, or before is that I'm going to change it right now so that it's, if you've already ordered through turn 20, it's like, it's the first, it's usually it's, it's restricted to your first purchase. I'm going to change it. So it's like anytime you guys want to purchase Use turn 20 at checkout. Go on there. Whoa. So if you've already purchased, go back to Matchstick Golf, get something else, get something else 20% off. I'm going to have to actually make Goodness. a theme song now after that. That's, that's a pretty <laughs> cool thing to Seriously. do. Turn you know what? Every time Dane comes on, like it used to be turn 10, 
And then like then we had Dane on again. And then it became turn twenty. And now Dane comes back. And now it's like turn twenty forever, baby. Listeners, if you're listening right now, you now own part of Matchstick Golf. Five percent <laughs> equity if you leave a review. No. Dane, that sounds awesome. It is now time to get to our Mad Golfer of the Week. It's brought to you by Piper Golf. Use promo code TURN10 at checkout. Tour quality golf balls at amateur prices. Golf Monthly says the Piper Black might be the best golf ball you've never heard of and the best value in its category. Get an even better value using that promo code TURN10 at checkout. Again, like Nick said, guess how many cuts Tiger Woods is going to make. I love that, Nick. How many cuts Tiger Woods is going to make this year in a new review? You're entered to win a box of Piper golf balls. Here is our Mad Golfer of the Week. We're going to the site of the PGA Tour event this week. Anyone who's still alive in the At The Turn Survivor Pool, enjoy. Clearly, I'm not. Palm Springs, California. Have we lost contact? Do I have Cameron? Joe and Dane on this podcast? Oh, my God. I just, you I just lost. You just, you're back now, but I think I lost you. Oh, no, we had you. we've been here the whole time, Nick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? We're going to leave that all in. Folks, cool. we're real people. Okay. Either, either you're going to hear like me sounding like a crazy person or you're going to hear like 15 seconds of nothing. It's, it's all good either way. We've made it. Our Mad Golfer of the Week was almost Nick Heidelberger, but it is in fact Cameron Crabtree. Quote, I will start the review with, this course is not great. However, it is not as great as I expected it to be. The course is challenging. However, it is not as hard as I thought it would be, should be. There is almost no punishment for hitting wildly inaccurate drives since there is no existence of rough. Now, I had a chance to play this golf course. This is a major selling point for me. I could blast the ball anywhere and still be in play. We're talking the stadium course, PGA West. What a great time. We're going back to Cameron. I was suggested to play from not the tips, but one set forward. I found myself hitting wedges into every single green from that length, which is not what a hard course should present. I thought the greens were slow, but firm. Almost all putts would end up short when you were expecting a tournament course to be slick. There was a ton of bare spots throughout the course, which is weird as we approach a PGA event at this venue. If I was a Golf Digest reader, I certainly wouldn't have the course in the top 60. I have played over a dozen top 100 public courses, and this course is probably one of the weakest presentations I have seen. It's worth playing, I suppose, but I would not say it's a must-see, and I would likely not come back again. So for Cameron, he was annoyed that the course was not challenging enough. He was hitting... Driver flip wedge into every green, guys. The stadium course is a pushover for our boy Cameron. Cameron's a very troubled young man, and I'm sorry that he had to subject himself to this beautiful course, the stadium course. <laughs> this course rules. I played it a couple of Octobers ago. It is awesome. There's literally an island green, and there's a plaque next to it because Lee Trevino made an ace on that hole to win like $180,000 in a skins game. It is. So, it has the longest bunker in North sucks. America. And it costs like 125 bucks. It was one of the best golf days Holy I've cow. ever had. And yes, there's a lot of bear spots out there. You know why? Because <laughs> you're in a desert, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable. The, sub, the the conditions that people are used to and expect when they go to places is kind of disgusting. And it's like, look, if you want a Pine Valley experience, go pay $700. This course is fantastic. Also, 
easy golf is pretty pretty cool oh. like I would I would love a course that was that was so easy that just it couldn't contain my distance and I just had a little little partial wedge every shot okay great well, bro, yeah. that's who, why, who. Who are these traveling golfers that want to play triple figures to get their like to get chewed up and spit out? Well, that's, that's what it is. And we had Gamble Sands as one of these uh, several months ago, and the criticism was how easy it was for a resort course. But that's what Gamble Sands promotes itself as: come here and shoot your best score ever. What a great time! This sounds. <laughs> I'd love to shoot sixty-four at Gamble Sands. Sign me up. What I don't understand what's bad well, about that. We have we have this conversation about. 18 at Glendivere West all the time, Joe. It's a par three from the blacks, like 180. And uh, the the green is like sloped to what feels like 30% inclined towards you. And I, I say all the time, people would come back to Glendivere more often when they're first invited if that green was not so, let's be honest, stupid. Because yeah. it's the last thing you're going to remember as you walk the parking lot. Like, hey, remember how I could have shot uh, 79, but instead I shot 84 because I triple putted? Like, that Classic. sucks. That's a, that's a classic Glendivere thing to happen. Like, well, the people, last time okay I had to have an easy to, golf course. The last time I had a chance to break par, and then I'll move on after this, was probably like five years ago. I was one under, and I hit the green in regulation, and I thought, mm. oh, you know what's cooler? Because it's par 71. It's like, you know what's cooler than shooting 70? Shooting 69. And sure enough, <laughs> I blasted my birdie putt four feet past the hole. I sent the par putt way down the hill. Somehow... <laughs> So I missed the comebacker and I four put it for a five. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh Don't you love it? Oh, this is the Bloody second West. story in like a month of, of you four putting. I'm actually yeah. concerned. Don't be. That's my game. And that is your mad golfer of the week. Again, go to piper.golf. Use promo code turn 10 at checkout. You know, Dane told me he had something prepared, um, but he didn't send the file over for our theme song for mm. my bad, Nick Rolls. It's brought to you by Matchstick Golf. Use promo code TURN20 at checkout. That promo code got better during this podcast. Any purchase at Matchstick Golf, use promo code TURN20. Nick, I'm excited for today's version. Tucked or untucked? Yeah. JJ Spawn was the man behind some of the most shamelessly clickbaity headlines I've seen in a long time. I had to screenshot these because I couldn't copy and paste them and put them in my document, which made me even more irritated because uh, now I have to find them. I have to scroll through my photos. I have two kids, so I've got a million photos of, like, cute babies. It's ridiculous. Get out of here, kids. Okay. These are the headlines from J.J. Spawn's potential rules violation from Golf Digest. Golf Twitter's reaction to this tour pro's aggressively untucked shirt. Was aggressively. aggressively untucked. Okay, Golf Monthly. Social media erupts <laughs> after pro spotted with untucked shirt. National Club golfer. Dress code drama. <laughs> Did this PGA Tour pro overstep the mark? First of all, I, I literally was Googling this because I couldn't remember the name. I was like thinking JT, and I'm like, it wasn't JT Poston. I'm like, well, I need to remember this guy's name. So I Googled like untucked golf shirt, and I hit news, and it's all this tour pro. So I had to click on one of these dumbass clickbaity headlines, which made me like so mad inside, and that I'm, now I'm taking that anger out on you guys. Um JJ Spawn wore a Hawaiian shirt at a Hawaiian event. And guess what? Kapalua actually prints its dress code 
on the scorecard. So there are no questions. There are no questions to be had as to whether this is a violation of Nick rules or not. Joe, as you know, we've strayed from the USGA rules of golf. We've, we've involved the Central Texas Golf Association. This edition, we're bringing in the Kapalua scorecard, which indicates <laughs> right on there, proper golf attire, please. That way, wait. Did you get cut off? Are you frozen now? No, that's it. <laughs> that's, it. that's the rule. Proper uh, golf attire. Please. Please. So, it is okay. very proper. It is very proper. It's a polo shirt. It's a golf shirt. You know, Ping or whoever is paying this guy millions of dollars is not is not walking him out there in like denim jeans and a in a in a flannel button down. Look, of course it's proper golf attire. So no rules were violated. No rules were violated except for these. These stupid headlines that make me so mad. This pro golfer drama. Stop it. Stop I'm curious. It. Stop I'm curious. It. What is what does coach think about this? I I, I don't know. You we didn't ask had, her. We haven't had a chance to talk about. Ah, uh, see, that's. I would it's love Hawaii. her opinion. A guy wore a Hawaiian shirt in Hawaii. Oh my god. <laughs> also, <laughs> honestly, if you ever play golf in Hawaii, like 99 percent of the people are wearing jeans, and so. The fact that people are trying to call him out, like, get a life. And, and stop saying this golfer or PGA Tour star or or this pro. Just say the guy's name in the freaking headline. Who cares? Stop. I, I can't. I can't. It's so well, mad. J.J. Spawn, I mean, th- that's not a sexy name to put in the headline. You're a headline writer, Nick. You should know that. Would you have put J.J. Spawn? Yes, I would because I can't stand it when they when they say this pro or do this one thing. No, like tell me the thing, and if I want to know, I'll click it, and if I don't, then I'll then I'll pass, and I'll respect you for respecting my time. What they should have done is put- that I had to click on one of these stupid headlines and feed into their BS. I, I can't. I, it should have I, just said Prince Harry speaks out again. That should have been the clickbait headline for the JJ Spawn <laughs> situation. By the way, JJ Spawn made $555,000 for a T5 finish at the Tournament of Champions. So, uh, Big Boy gets the last laugh there. That's it. We said a lot of stuff in this episode. I think it was a success. Dane got to plug his so f- furls. Furls? <laughs> Joe doesn't know what they're called. For <laughs> don't don't trust any marketing we do with uh with Joe this year about the ferals, okay? You know, Listeners. when I was like when I was like thirty years old, I thought it was a bit when I when when old people like can't remember things or mispronounce things that are really easy to remember. Okay. And now as I plunge ahead to forty, this happens to me all the time. I can't remember very basic pieces of information. Is it furl? It's it's feral. Feral. Like a cat. See, I need a word association. It's feral like a feral cat. Not Pharrell, like Pharrell Williams. Exactly. Now I'm screwed up again. <laughs> Although these things Use are promo code ears. TURN20 at checkout at matchstickgolf.com. Dane Delgado, thank you so much for your time. Um, I'm sure you have another golf podcast to go to, so we'll wrap things up here. <laughs> <laughs> the double bird. Thanks for having me on, boys. On. Love you. Yeah. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. At the turn.
It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.